For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is scalzo and brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is scalzo and brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is scalzo and brust. For your sports talk fix every day from 4 to 6 is Scalzo and Brust. Live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All studios at Radio City. This is Scalzo and Brust, presented by Brooklyn Brewery on 94.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. It's a party, baby. ESPN Wisconsin. He is Ben Brost. I'm Greg Scalzo. Alex Strofe, Joshi DiMaggio running the show. You, the Scalzo and Brust family on Twitter, at Scalzo and Brust, calling us, texting us, 800-990-3776. Again, 800-990-3776. Jackie Bradley Jr., the hero in a 6-5 extra innings victory for your Milwaukee Brewers. Give him a round of applause, Joshy. I didn't see how it happened. Ah, Jackie Bradley Jr. actually poked one into the outfield. He didn't go for a bomb. You know, it was, it was a good hit. <laughs> oh, actually, it went off the outfield wall. <laughs> Dude, you, come ben on. Ross the the to... replay didn't. It looked like a slap. It looked like he slapped at it. Ben Ross trying to act like he knew what was going on after admitting he didn't, and then before he had the full answer to the test, started to guess and could not have been more wrong as he thought it was a slap in outfield blooper that actually not, was not a, a line blooper, drive. But like a, to, you know. Just slap, yeah, blooper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was a line drive to uh, to the outfield wall as the Brewers end up winning today. Uh, Jackie Bradley Jr., your hero. He's usually boomer bust, home runner, strikeout type guy, and that was a that was a good line drive hit. His first career walk off hit for Jackie Bradley Jr. Ah, as well. you wait for the answers to the test. You're very smart. That came up on the screen. Greg did not pull that from his computer or his head. That just came up on the TV. What a teammate! Just constantly, just won't let anybody else take credit. You just uh, destroyed me. Uh, you destroyed yourself. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Joshy, how excited are you about this? About the win? Yeah. Uh, uh, very excited, Greg. I'd, I, I, I'm most fascinated by the fact that Ben is trying to pretend to be some sort of like baseball aficionado. Like, Josh, I don't, I don't know I went why to the Brewers game Monday and Tuesday. That's two games this week. I mean, I basically know everything about the Brewers from top to bottom at this point. All right, so the Brewers right now, offense is sputtering. Like, what, how, how do you fix them? I mean, they, they had a great little sequence of putting a bunch of runs together. Then on Tuesday when I was there, uh, they struggled. You've only watched one damn game. No, but before, uh, before Monday's game, they put up a nine spot, I want to say. Um, and, yeah, no, I mean, like, ultimately, they've talked about how they have been working together as a team to get this fixed, uh, you know, and right now six runs on a 6-5 win. See, Strofe's even giving me a thumbs up. Can I ask some questions here? 
Ben? No, you can't because they're going to be they're going to be manipulated to make me look stupid. They're not, Ben. You're just the guy who watches one period of playoff hockey and you tell everybody how great playoff God, hockey is. Game. And you're the guy that went to two Brewers games, barely paying attention other than the fact that you caught didn't a baseball. You didn't catch a baseball. I caught. Did did I not catch the baseball? No. You cannot, 800-990-3776, can you claim that you caught a baseball at a game if it was lobbed to you in the air it's by a lob. player? They throw it over the net. The net is high up. It's not, you didn't catch a foul ball. It's a different story. If it's thrown to you by a player like you're a child because it was going for the child near you, and you, six foot one college athlete, six foot two. jumped up, six foot one and six change. Foot two. Six foot one and change. Six foot two, we could do this all day. Is it six foot one and change? It's Six, six foot two. two on the dot. Six one and three quarters without shoes, so we round up to six, six two. Six one and change. That is six one and change. Uh, is but that change adds up to six two. It doesn't. <laughs> it actually... The change is with the shoes. It's not how you. Ca- it's not how you do your your height. Yeah, you do. All right, 800-990-3776. Two questions every Scalzo and Bruss family member must answer. One, when you claim your height, do you include the shoes that you're wearing? And two, uh, if a player throws a baseball to a child near you and you catch it, (laughs) can you claim that you caught a foul ball at a game? I didn't say I caught a foul ball. I said I caught a ball. Which, But the the, the the inclination is to believe that it's a foul ball. I caught the ball. I had witnesses. I had somebody tweet me. Now, here's the thing I will say. I did feel a little bad because the kid that I gave it to, did I, I don't know if I left this out at the end of the show yesterday. He was on the ground when I caught it. So I was like, I got the satisfaction of catching the ball, and I Wait, gave it to the kid. you bodied him? So I, he swear, I swear on my life, hand in the air, on the oath, I made zero contact with the kid, but he was on the ground right next to me, and I handed it to him, and he got the ball, and then he ran away. Was this ball intended for the child, and you just no. jockeyed yourself? There was no eye position? contact oh, with the first baseman. Of course, with, the with first baseman who is running off the field is like, who's that middle-aged guy I can throw this ball to? He, they ain't looking for, for the kids, I promise. I watched every ball thrown over the net every third <laughs> out because I wanted it to see if it was towards kids. He had a rotation. Josh, you Put it up on Twitter at Scalzo and Bruss. Ben Bruss knocked a child down in in the process of catching a ball at AmFam Field. Does that count as catching a ball at a stadium? Yes, it does. I can't wait to finally win this poll. If it's thrown by a first baseman, there's no way it counts. No, Have you never caught a foul ball at a stadium? Maybe I, that's I, it. I have. No, I told you. coming from somebody who's caught multiple foul oh, balls. Cool, 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 cool. It is cool. cool, 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 cool What's cool, not cool, cool is knocking a child down so that you can catch the ball intended for the child from the first baseman. 800-990-3776. Again, 800-990-3776. We will go to somebody who is an eyewitness to the event, to Ben Bruss picking up a child in between the aisles of American Family Field so he could hand him the ball because he felt bad after he knocked him down. We will go to Aaron Perkins, AP, our guy. Aaron, what happened at the game when Ben Bruss knocked a kid down in order to catch a ball thrown by the first baseman? All right, well, thanks for taking my call. First time caller, believe it or not. Um, the thing that I can speak to is it was a totally legit catch because the net is so tall there isn't like a little underhand lob this was a throw it was up towards a group of people standing up of which ben towered over by a couple inches being all of six two because they were kids and (laughs) because i was also watching the ball 
when it hit his hands, I looked down, and the kid was already on the ground, so I cannot for 100% certain <laughs> say that he did not trip over his size 12 shoes, but there wasn't a pause or anything. He immediately handed it to the child and uh, kept him from you know bursting into tears, and uh, life was good. I will admit, the kid's face looked like he was close to tears. AP, uh, quick question for you, because you called yes, Ben six two. Am I allowed to use my height with shoes on? Like, I thought height was always shoes off height. But you're t- like, what, what do you what do you think you should use as your as your height when you talk to people? This one's easy because uh, because of my age, I get regular physicals. So uh, when you go to the doctor, <laughs> they don't make you take your shoes off for the scale. So if it's good enough for the scale, it's good enough for the uh, good enough for the inches and the height. So I'm five eight. There you go. I'm five nine. Yeah. I'm five nine. You're five ten, baby. I'm five nine. Where's his big height up? Yep. Alex Strofe is like six seven now. Yeah, based Greg on how Salty. Tall he is. Thank you for the call, AP. You really cleared some You're things well. up here. Thanks, AP. Thank you for the call. He, according to AP, it was not an underhand lob. Ben made an impressive catch off of a very light pop fly that was over the <laughs> over Fair. the net from the first baseman, right? It's not like a scorching. It was not hard, no. But what we did well, also learn is that Ben knocked a child down in that order is not to catch confirmed it. nor denied. I mean, AP said that the guy tripped on your size twelve shoes. But he can't. Nice. He couldn't affirm it. I'm size 13 for the record. Whoa. You can actually look at my shoes. Wow. No, no, no. There's no correlation. We'll just end it at that. Uh, <laughs> but that being said, Greg, no. I, like here's the thing. Here's, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm having some self reflection here because I did catch a foul ball in fifth grade. I was with my two friends and my friend's dad. They went to the concession stand, and the ball went on the roof of Wrigley Field, and it always rolls back. Always and rolls I kid back. you not. I did not have to move my glove, and I was in fourth grade. I was probably the same age. Greatest feeling in the world. Greatest feeling in the world. And, and I, I took that from that kid yesterday or the other day, didn't I? Yeah. Cool. Growing up, uh, we like I had tickets at, at, at Fenway Park growing up outside of Boston where we constantly got the flip to, but we never counted that as like catching. No, the, yeah. Totally you know, like that, that was more it's of just It's just you like, got a ball. You got a ball. Yeah. 800-990-3776. Nathan and Madison. Nathan, when you give your height to people, do you include your height in shoes or your height without shoes? Um, definitely height without shoes. I'm kind of on the impression it's like a girl thing to say I'm 5'9", but 5'10 with heels. So Ben Bross is 6'1", but he's 6'2". 6'1 and 3 quarters six without one, shoes. 6'2 with shoes. 6'1 and 3 quarters. And also you round up. You round up to the nearest regular number not to, a, to the nearest inch i mean i do that in some aspects but not necessarily when it comes so to why do we get to pick and choose what aspects yeah. we round up in inches so so nathan ben ben is six one is what you're saying yeah he's six one and change and it's do not you round up downstairs <laughs> all the time <laughs> yeah, see, it's uh, this is unfair. We can't pick it's, and choose where we're rounding. It's only up. when you're measuring height laying down, though. Can you do that? Thank, thank you for the call. call. <laughs> All right, thank you, Nathan. Eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. Again, eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. Josh DiMaggio shaking his head. Josh, where do you stand on this? Did Ben Bross un like uh, completely? Not sell the foul ball ca- or the ball catch yesterday the right way. And two, when you give your height, do you include shoes or no shoes? 
Uh, when I give height, I typically don't include the shoes, but I do. If you pa if you surpass the half inch, I'll give you that half inch, even though it's funnier to tell Ben Brust he's shorter than he actually is because it drives him so wild. Uh, and Ben oversold this catch. Drive me wild. He was he was boxing out that child. That child tripped and and Daniel Vogelbach intended it for the kid, and Ben just want doesn't want us to know that. I wish you didn't say the first baseman's name because I would no, love to. No, I, I had said it yesterday. Okay. Vogelbach. I didn't know his first. Yeah, he name, did. So thanks, yeah. Josh. Uh, ben, I want to ask you about baseball just really quick. Who typically is the setup man for the Brewers? Setup man. Uh, I mean, haters the closer. Setup man for the Brewers. I mean, it could be uh, Brent Suter. Sometimes this is me. He was Josh. the rookie of the year last year. Oh, Devin Williams, my guy. We made we, we we played some pitch and catch in warm up. I can't ben believe Ross, you knew off guy. of the the work of the year. I thought you had no prayer. Oh no, that I mean he was electric last year, no doubt about what's it. What's his what's the pitch that he's recognized for? Oh his 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 uh his slider's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> the lie, the 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 wheels turning during that lie right there was incredible. You didn't even say it with confidence. You had to like think the the the, the, the the slider. It would be his changeup. Ah, dirty circle, circle change. <laughs> Not a circle change. <laughs> changeup. Does anybody yeah. does anybody throw the old circle change? The old, the old the old circle change. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a, quite a few relievers that still do it. I feel like that was like the pitch in the early to mid 2000s. It's fallen like, out of fashion a bit, but it is still used. Not where I expected to start the show today, <laughs> uh, as I wanted to get to what Alex Smith said about the Aaron Rodgers situation, because I do find it genuinely fascinating that we all love to talk about how the players are the ones to win, how the players are important, and the players should be running things within these NFL organizations. But when you look at the most successful teams of the last 20 years, the teams who have been the most successful are the teams that value their organizational philosophy over any individual players. What's more important? to you as a Packers fan? Is it the Packers organizational philosophy? Is it their culture? Or is it Aaron Rodgers? 800-990-3776. Again, 800-990-3776. That's next on Scalzo and Brust. You're listening to Scalzo and Brust. That was a big chunk. Hard to swallow. It's a mouthful. With, without any... That's what she said. <laughs> Joshy. You're, Come on, You're Joshy. absolutely disgraceful today. What are you doing? You have no integrity. Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Ben Bruss, Greg Scalzo, Alex Trofe, Joshy DiMaggio, you, the Scalzo and Bruss family, Ben Bruss, now Benny Baby Carrots, as he stole some baby carrots from our guy Alex Trofe here in the office. He didn't eat anything all day. He was scared to take them, Josh. He was scared to take the baby carrots from somebody out of the fridge. He made me ask Alex Trofe if he was able to eat them, so I had to ask on his behalf, <laughs> and now he's munching on carrots like a little bunny rabbit between the breaks.
I'm going to send uh, good old Alex a, uh, a Venmo for these characters. Because I'm telling you, this whole package is going to be gone by the end of this show. On Twitter, at Scalzo and Rust, if the first baseman throws you a baseball after the third out of an inning, does it count as catching a ball during a baseball game? This happened to Ben Brust earlier this week. He knocked a kid down in the process of catching that ball. He then gave the kid that ball, which, again, I'm actually interested in that. Is that overall a nice move for the kid, or is that overall, like, is that a positive or a negative? It's like a net neutral. Like, you know what I mean? It was like, because the kid. The kid got the ball, but he didn't ultimately get the. Because I, I here's the thing, I watched a different kid catch a ball later in the game in his mitt, and the crowd like like gave him high fives. They were all excited for him. I didn't really get the same reaction when I caught it and gave it to the kid because they probably saw the kid on the ground. Josh, shut up! I'm 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 having a self realization here, and I don't I don't need that overarching hmm. judgment that you give me. Interesting. So, I am fascinated by that, uh, just that entire interaction. We're also asking, uh, do you count your height with or without your shoes? Uh, Miles in Madison chimes in, 800-990-3776. Says, hey, guys, I think both count shoes or hair for height. Any way you catch a ball, never too old to have your bike rode by a packer either. Um. I don't think you can count hair. I don't know anybody who counts hair. Like if you if you grew your hair well, out, if you of- count shoes, then why don't you count hair? Because if I wear boots one day to the doctor, then all of a sudden I get another inch. You know, this is an argument with you. I don't want to start because I'm not set up. For That's what she said. To win this one. <laughs> Um, but let, let's the <laughs> what do you mean? because you actually like, I don't know how to combat that if you're using you're right if like if we're using an artificial thing in shoes, uh, I guess hair is natural. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I'm not prepared to have that argument with you. Okay. 800-990-3776. We'll continue to talk uh, on both of those as uh, Whaler chimes in. Says, Joshy, you should start the show off today with the sax song. Long weekend. I need a lot of saxophone. Carter and Fitchburg, one thing that I thought of as well, said, Ben, did you sign the ball for the kid? That would be the ultimate move for you, Ben Brust, to catch the ball, take out a pen, sign it, Ben Brust, Final Four 2014, and then hand the ball to the kid. Yeah, no, I don't carry Sharpies around because that's a loser move. Um, and uh, I don't think baseball, you don't want a Sharpie. You just want a pen, ballpoint well, pen. Regardless, no, I'm not carrying around a pen. And the kid probably could have, what, it probably meant nothing to him. He might not have been alive. He was so small that I knocked him over when I was in the final. That was, that was seven years ago. This kid was probably seven years old. I've got, I've got kind of two questions here. How far did you How have? How many questions are you going to have today, damn it? Well, because you do a lot of things that require investigation and further detail. What? How far did you have to go from your seat to the net to catch the ball? Like, you saw the third out happen. How far did you have to walk to steal a baseball from a child? Okay, I hate the way you framed that last portion of the question. But oh, sorry, robbed a, robbed <laughs> a child of a lifelong memory and and knocked him over in the process. Yeah. Um, to be honest, Josh, I if if anything, I was on the aisle seat. I stepped into the aisle and maybe one step down. But I feel like I honestly, because I was watching all the balls thrown by Keston Hira on Monday when I was there, and then it was Daniel Vogelbach on Tuesday when I was there, and they were hitting around the same area because they. They don't want to chuck it. They want to get it over the tall net so it go, you know, because it, it, it still is it's tough. So, 
Yeah, I mean, I, just, I stepped in the aisle and I caught it. And the texter mentioned something uh, that's kind of a general question, where they said you're never too old to have a packer ride your bicycle, which absolutely you are. I know where you're going. Where, this. When's How, too old to bring the, the glove to the game? A classic um, debate. I mean, 15 years old. That's what I was thinking, too. I think yeah. as soon as you can drive yourself to the game, you can't bring a glove anymore. Yeah. Like, like, there's also a point of pride of, like, catching one with the bare hand. Or if totally you have a child, good. though. You can bring, you can be the dad with your glove if your kid has one uh, totally. with you. you that, yes. that's, that's way allowed. Now, now for... God, I cannot wait to be wearing a glove to the game. <laughs> I'm catching balls left and right. Mur- Murphy's gonna, oh, excuse me, uh, Millie. Yes. I blew it. I blew it. <laughs> Just keep going. Is it okay? Are you mad? No, just keep, just keep going. No, I just I can't wait for you to be at the at the stadium with the mitt. But I'm also now picturing like four forty five year olds in a row with like mitts on, <laughs> just trying to catch a ball right now. Um, yeah, fifteen's my age. Hilsey chimes in eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six says I have to admit to being completely wrong with all this Rogers trash. I was hoping for some Brewers talk. Now I am missing the Rogers trash, <laughs> dude. Absolute- he wants it both ways. Absolutely no to both questions. Ben is garbage, is how he ends it. He does not count that as catching a baseball uh, at a game if you uh, catch the ball that the first baseman throws into Jeez. the crowd after an inning. And he says, no, it does not count if you include your shoes in your height. I mean, I guess I live in a different reality than Hilsey, and I like my reality better than his. Jonah in Economwalk says, no, shoes don't count. Doctor makes me take my shoes off. And also adds on a ball tossed to you is significantly different than a foul ball. Good news is I've checked off both. However, Dan from East Troy says, yes, cool. totally counts. Well done, Benny. Thank you. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Dan. Terry says, Ben has no right claiming catching a ball at a baseball game when it is tossed to him by the player instead of hit. Stealing fall ball valor. And uh, this your boy, Jason. Jason, of course, the official, unofficial Eat Street driver of Scouts Rust. He says it every, every time. I love it. Uh, and says, when you get measured at the doctor office, they make you take your shoes off. So chill out, short dog Benny. Yo, yeah, chill out with the, with the name calling, your boy Jason. But that's the thing. Did AP reach an age where the doctor, because AP, who called in earlier in the show, had mentioned he goes to the doctor's office, goes on the scale with shoes on, and then gets measured with shoes on. He never said he got measured with No, shoes no, on. he did. He, he did it. He specifically I swear said, to goodness. No, we can go back. Josh, I want yes, you to go find back. Find the audio. He says, I, I listen correctly all the time. He said, if it's good enough for the scale, it's good enough for height. That was his line. <sighs> You don't even need to go back. Ben has accepted that I'm right. Yeah, I mean, the way you quoted that one verbatim made me just want to give up. Uh, Daniel the Sloth says Ben has to round up downstairs initially to get Susie's attention. Where did that that one came out of right field? Jeez, Sloth. He also says I do include my shoes because it helps me being 5'8", and it does count as a catch. How does it not, Greg? Your point is non-arguable. There's no point in my life that is non-arguable. <laughs> he says, so shoes on makes me 5'9". I'll take 5'9", too. I could get two. I get an inch and a half on some shoes. A couple shoes, maybe, yeah. No, like, just, I got plenty of boots to got a nice heel in there. You That's know? what I'm saying. A couple of five different nine, shoes. 5'9", my God. I yeah. the tallest Scalzo 5'7". I'm towering over people at 5'9". See, welcome to the good side. You're embracing this side of the world. 800 
six. I'm not going to read that one. Kevin in Sheboygan says, the last time I got measured at the doctor, I wasn't wearing shoes and came in at 5'11", but for the sake of ease, my driver's license says six foot. I believe Ben didn't prevent the kid from getting the ball. I know this because I've seen Ben play b-ball. He doesn't box out. I don't care either way in regards to Green Bay versus 12. I care about winning and I want the team to follow whatever, whatever path gets them the most wins. Do you want me to go hardcore basketball on Kevin? in Sheboygan. Clearly he didn't watch basketball because I was the best rebounding guard that we had. You, cool. were, you were a phenomenal rebounding yeah, and, guard. And, and, and when you I wasn't rebounding, boxing out, no, but that's though, the thing. When you I, timed it perfectly. So that's the thing. When I wasn't having big rebound games because I had to guard like a 6'6 athletic guy and I actually had to box out and I couldn't go time those rebounds because I was outmatched to say the least. Who in, you, in inches in a lot of ways. Who do you remember? Who do you remember? That's what she uh, said. Outmatched <laughs> by the most. Uh, Brandon Dawson on Michigan State was 6'6", 235. He had like legs of a tank and I, like I did the box out of like you don't like put your butt into him, you just face up and try and use your arms. It's kind of illegal, but it's just like I gotta do whatever I can. Otherwise, if you get this offensive rebound, I'm coming out and I want to stay in the game. Josh from Jefferson chimes in, just says five point one five inches. Carter and in Fitchburg says Ben was an excellent <laughs> rebounding guard, even better than Showy. Um and uh, 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 I lost it here. Go ahead. So, so Joshy, what did AP say earlier in the show about his scale and height with his shoes? This one's easy because uh, because of my age, I get regular physicals. So uh, when you go to the doctor, <laughs> they don't make you take your shoes off for the scale. So if it's good enough for the scale, it's good Gosh, enough for the uh, good enough for the inches and the height. AP also chimed in. He says, Ben stepped in the aisle, not up or down in st- the steps. Kid was running down from five rows back. Had Ben not caught it, the kid had no chance as other people at like six feet tall would have caught it. Um, also, Disney and all theme parks, count your shoes when measuring height to ride this ride. And they have my ability <laughs> to protect. He also says, perfect quote recall by Scals on what I said about scale versus height measurement. Which recall is, is a strength of yours. I, I've learned to have known that uh, over the last One of my wife biggest pet peeves is I have this weird ability to not really pay attention really not being fully paying attention but if you ask me did you know what I just said (laughs) I can replay it in my head but you might not have actually been listening but I might not have actually been actively paying attention in the moment but I can just like rewind it a little bit and go back and kind of hear it again that is so frustrating god bless her in, in many ways, God bless her. 800-990-3776. We will get to Green Bay's cultural philosophy and organization versus Aaron Rodgers. We thought yesterday. We thought yesterday. We thought so far through the show. But I think there are two strong questions there. I'm strong. I've always been strongly in the height without shoes. But now I'm thinking, like, why? Why do I need integrity when I'm trying to just inflate Come, my height to Yeah. People? Now, if I tell people I'm five nine and they meet That's me, though, much. they're going to be like, "Hey, you don't seem like you're because you're not wearing those those boots <laughs> all the time." Josh, that cackle was uncalled for. <laughs> don't, don't laugh at Greg as he's working his way to one of my opinions. Finally, try, Ben's trying to turn me more into a scammer. Is what's happening yeah. right now? Yeah, and we, it, we, like, we all rub off on each other. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> 
800-990-3776. Do you count your height with or without shoes? And if you catch a ball from the first baseman at the end of an inning, do you count it as catching a ball in a ball game? On Twitter, at Scalzo and Bruss. Most of the Bruss, Scalzo and Bruss family says no. What say you? 800-990-3776. Plus, we'll get to some one or zeros next on Scalzo and Bruss. You're listening to Scalzo and Brust. The question I get the most doing this show with you, Ben Brust. Yeah, what, what's that? Is Ben really that dumb or is it an act? <laughs> and I have the same answer every time. It's Ben's not dumb at all. He's actually pretty <laughs> smart. He just doesn't know things. Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Thursday, presented by Brooklyn Brewery across ESPN Wisconsin. He's Ben Brust. I'm Greg Scalzo. Alex Strofe, Josh Dimaggio running the show. You, the Scalzo and Brust family on Twitter, at Scalzo and Brust, calling us, texting us, 800-990-3776. Andrew and Jefferson chimes in, says, give Ben some credit that he gave the baseball to the kid right away. No hesitation, of course, Ben Brust earlier this week pushed the child out of the way, knocking him to the ground in order to catch a ball thrown into the stands by the first baseman at the end of the inning. He told that story yesterday as if he caught a foul ball off of the bat, barehanded and then gave it to a kid as a hero and we continue to peel back the lies to figure out the truth but you did ultimately give the ball to the kid so you punctuated it on a high note the kid ended up going home with a baseball and andrew and jefferson wants to make sure the credit is given hold on hold on hold on hold on and yesterday i did say that it was the first baseman who threw over the net but hold on josh for a second kids all you kids out there if you see me at any sporting event get around me one time at a basketball game i caught three t-shirts one one parachuting from the roof and two from the cheerleaders gave all three in one game to kids i was a section hero i'm i'm glad you went there because what i wanted to make clear was, I, didn't even, I wasn't even paying attention but the amount of bragging that i feel like just happened yes. that nobody can verify is astonishing this all this all plays a part because ben didn't do it out of the goodness of his heart he did it so people would look around and be like look at that hero giving balls away ben told us immediately it, it was all for Ben Bruss to be not the only tell you not, immediately. Not I waited until the end of the show. Not yesterday. only that, Joshy. Not text only us. Not only yeah, that. Ben Brust actually brought it up last segment that he didn't get the fanfare he was looking yep. for after giving the ball to the kid, and there was another. That. And there was another fan that did it earlier that got a lot more adoration than you did. Well, he was a kid. That's probably why. Hmm. Huh. And now you're feeling self-conscious, like you should have. No, I actually, no, I I feel zero shame, as you guys know, especially for this one. Why? Because it, because like again, I'm a child at heart, and the satisfaction I got from catching that ball, and the kid still got it. He didn't cry. He gets to go home with a souvenir. We all win. Ron in the key is just giving me his stats. He just says six four two thirty four. Two thirty-five. <laughs> cool. He also says Ben plays hard in his only hoop experience with you. He has to give credit. I appreciate that. My left hammy's a little tight from my cool. second go-round in a year and three months yesterday. Brett and Eau Claire challenging it says, I think Gosser may have been the better rebounding guard. No chance. Nah. Let's get to some one or zeros. Are you a one or a zero? That's the question you have to ask yourself. Are you a yes or a no? 
there's no such thing as a gray area. Life is binary. It's just a one or a zero. He's Ben Bross, Benny Baby Carrots. I'm Greg Scalzo. We're your contestants for one or zero. Josh DiMaggio, your host. He asks us a question. We say one for yes, zero for no. There is no gray area. Josh, you take it away. Aaron Rodgers seems to be making a new appearance on someone's Instagram every couple of days and having an absolutely wonderful time. One or zero. Aaron Rodgers would be would feel fulfilled with his career if he retired today. Speaking in present day, I'm going to say one. The Aaron Rodgers that I'm seeing in the white t-shirt that I'm fixated on, that I see him in every video, the crusty, gross, white t-shirt, the greasy hair. He loves smoking the flower, I guess, now is the big thing that he's on. And he's You in- sound 100 when you say that. You sound like a cop. <laughs> is that what they say? Again, yeah, I'm not... Exactly. There. I should have asked you to play that, and I would have sounded way better. But my point is, in this newfound Aaron Rodgers that he is being right now, I think he'd be like, yeah, I'm going to go follow around uh, Shailene Woodley and, like, travel and be around the different places that she's filming movies, and I can play the guitar and maybe make an album. And, you know, like he'd feel fulfilled. But I think one day later he'd be like, what if? He'll have that what if in him coming off that 2020 MVP season. I feel like, I feel, come on, good Dude, job, I, professional. I mean, come on, Greg. I hear Greg drinking water every day. I make I one mean, mistake. I mean, you're just bumping your microphone everywhere. You're eating baby carrots. You're putting the headphone on in the middle of the set. I caught a ball and gave it to a kid. Give me a break. <laughs> to say he just wants that to be the narrative so bad that he's willing to leave everything else out of it if you simplify um, it is that is that not what happened i could also say that ben knocked a kid down in order to catch a ball <laughs> i don't like your from version. the first baseman i don't like your version okay okay um i'm gonna say i mean but but your answer there whatever i'll, I'll let it be i'm gonna say <laughs> Zero. He wouldn't feel feel fulfilled with his career if he retired today. I think he would be feel fulfilled with his life. But I think to Ben's point, he would want to go on and do other things. Like he's not ready to just retire. I meant he would I meant put, football career. Like, like he could be at peace with it. Yes. Yeah. Then I'm zero. Then I would say one. Um, <laughs> I, I think he would be fine. Football? I really do. I, I think he wouldn't be fulfilled with his entirety. Like, hey, this is the end. But I, I think that, look, I, I'm actually very jealous of Aaron Rodgers. I'm starting to come around. I kept watching that video of him and uh, Miles Teller's gorgeous wife. And they're singing He's that. cowboy. Whoa. Uh, what do you mean? Did you see the way Rodgers was looking at her? Uh, I saw Miles Teller's hand right by Shailene Woodley's uh, bottom area in a picture. He was reaching in places he shouldn't. All right, now now uh, this is getting irresponsible. I mean, come on, Ben. I mean, they're just vacationing together, Ben. Okay, okay. They're just good friends. I'm not insinuating anything, but there's something weird going on over there. Can you can you not insinuate things? <laughs> can you not insinuate things and then insinuate them right afterwards? Maybe I was going for that. All right, all right. Um, so swinging back to the last uh, <laughs> to, to the question. <laughs> I like I, I I I'm actually I think he's he seemed like he was having a great time. You know, do I'm, I think he's in the middle of a midlife crisis? Yes. Do I think he's having a great time being in the middle of it? Yes. And like that's okay. Like 
I actually kind of like what he's doing right now. If you were to take the Packers out of it and what he means to the state of Wisconsin, which I care deeply about, he's giving the ultimate bleep you to his bosses while vacationing with other movie stars in Hawaii, singing, drinking wine, yeah. jumping off cliffs, smoking the guns. Like, like, like he's having himself a great time. Good for Aaron Rodgers. I actually respect what he's doing. Well, I actually hate it because it's really bad for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, some would say the pendulum has swung when it comes to the way Aaron Rodgers Rodgers has handled off seasons. Well done. Thank you. Interesting. Winner zero. Aaron Rodgers is making sure other people post about him having a good time. Zero, but he's not stopping it when they're doing it. And that's the big thing, is he's not saying, hey, don't put that video out. Like, if this was a normal year and it was a week before he was supposed to be in Green Bay, I mean, how often did we see videos with him and Danica on vacation? Rarely. I mean, we saw them do some really serious, boring podcasts about, like, health, nutrition stuff. But, uh, but no, I, I don't think he's asking them, hey, uh, Kaylee Teller, Miles Teller's wife, I'm still having trouble with that one. Um, uh, like, f- make sure you film this and post it. But when he sees Shailene with the video out and knows what's happening, he's playing to it. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to find every reason to say one here, but it is zero. He's okay with it. But I can't picture Aaron Rodgers, as much as he wants the attention to be on him, orchestrating videos. The same way that I orchestrate pictures and I make people take ten of them so I have different options. You know, I don't, I don't see Aaron Rodgers doing just that. And here again, day you know, 22 of post-NFL draft, I'm still finding ways to compare myself to Aaron Rodgers. Ben in Menominee Falls says Rodgers, part-time stoner, part-time swinger? Where did he get that? I don't know. We didn't insinuate that, did we? 800-990-3776. Is that it for one or zero? Yeah, I had one more about vacationing for too long, but we're late. Don't tease the fans like that, Josh. Just say we're late. Okay. Are we doing it or not? <laughs> we're not. I, do, I don't know why. Greg and I, I will that. sit here and we're like, are we going to do it? Because we want to just do it. Josh will do the last one or zero next on Scalzo and Brust. And we'll get to you, the Scalzo and Brust family, to give your height with or without shoes. And if you catch a ball thrown by a first baseman over the stands and you knock a kid down while you're doing it, does it count as catching a ball at a baseball game? 800 That's next on Scalzo and Brust. You're listening to Scalzo and Brust. Can you just um, let my imagination be and not ruin it? I like the idea of that being like a strong rod. It, it reminds me of... <laughs> the most action you've had in months, huh? Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Knocked the kid down to catch a ball tossed to him by first baseman. Who? Daniel Vogelbach. Daniel Vogelbach. Keston Hira just was a little left and right of me. We never connected on his throws after the third out. 
Daniel Vogelbach threw it into the crowd. Ben Bross knocked the child down. He caught the ball. Uh, do you count it as catching a ball at a game when you catch it from the first baseman throwing it to the crowd, usually children, um, after the end of an inning? Again, on Twitter, at Scalzo and Bruss, 55% of the fans say no. 45% of the fans say yes, they do count it. See, there's la- there's some lack of context in that poll, which I'm okay with. I actually think the poll is pretty friendly to you. It says, if the first baseman throws you a baseball after the third out of an inning, does it count as catching a ball during a baseball No, game? because the, what's left out is how tall the nets are that but they have to throw it It's the over. same concept. It is not. A to- an underhand toss from the first I'll baseman. tell you why it's the same concept, Ben. Tell me why, Greg. Because you just said it. For two straight games, you were in the throw zone from the first baseman. Catching a foul ball is built as much on randomness as it is on talent. It's about being in the right place at the right time because you never know where the foul balls are going. If you were just to sit in that area of the field constantly over and over again, of course you're going to end up catching some balls. Okay. Fine. Just make me feel bad about the great I'm not making you feel bad. You're making me feel as bad as the kid that I knocked over to catch the baseball. I'm merely defending the integrity of the poll. We also ask when someone asks you how tall you are, do you tell them your height with shoes or without shoes? Without shoes, winning 61% to 39%. It's still closer than I would have thought. I'm I'm glad. You know what? I guarantee if you went on uh, Greg's... Uh, rage, rage, Scalzo rant about why you should count shoes in your height. We'd flip that poll upside down. That's how much influence you have. Okay. Cool. See, I'm trying to get him on my side, Josh. On this whole, I know what you're doing. Height. Yeah. Pull on, I'm pulling a Greg Scalzo here. You're not sneaky. Joshy, you had one more one or zero you wanted to get to. Uh, We belabored our points during one or zero. We couldn't get to it. Let's fire it up for an additional one or zero here on Scalzo and Bras. You want the open again? I mean, are we going to do it without the open? Without the open, is it? That's the question you have to ask yourself. Are you a yes or a no? It would have felt like this this happening. There's no such thing as a gray area. Life is binary. It's just a one or a zero. I'll explain the game to the new people who are just joining us with the bed right there. I thought it was necessary. Ben Bruss, Greg Scalzo, we are your contestants. Josh DiMaggio is your host. He asks us a question. One for yes, zero for no. There is no gray area. It's that simple. Josh DiMaggio with a bonus one or zero on Scalzo and Bruss. (laughs) I love an extended one or zero. This one's based off of Aaron Rodgers being on vacation in Hawaii, having a great time, paling around, maybe uh, maybe drinking a little too much, smoking uh, some flour, you know, that kind of stuff. One or zero. There is such a thing as vacationing for too long. Absolutely. There's a one here. I, I went on a vacation for seven days, and I was thinking to myself, if there was another you know, even day or two added to that trip, would I be enjoying the trip? And I told myself in my head, no. Maybe that's because there was a fixed number of days in my head and I had already mentally planned out like that I was only going to be here for this amount of days, that if that changed, I would have shifted my mindset. But I, I, I still think the cap maximum, maximum is two weeks, but I, I'm fine with just a week. I don't think the cap is a maximum of two weeks by any means, but I'm still at one. There is too long of a vacation. Like, at some point, you get 
where you want to just return and get back into your regular sort of everyday life, sleep in your own bed. Um, you know, I, I think you could expand that beyond two weeks, but I do think there is an end point there where vacation feels like, okay, I'm ready to sort of get back to my everyday life. And also, if you're gone on vacation for a long, long time, the anxiety that would build up of the things that you have to do when you get back would kill me. Have you guys ever gone on a vacation and not been like ready to go home by like the last day? Because every yes. vacation I've ever been on, it's just like, yeah, this is, I'm good to go. I'm ready to then go you're, home. You're not doing vacationing right, Joshy. Teach him, Greg. I don't know if I need to teach him. All I know, I don't know what he's doing wrong. I'm just saying, like, now I also know Josh DiMaggio, and that means like he's on a four-day vacation and he hasn't slept for three of those days. <laughs> and that's what I was gonna say is on the all-inclusive vacation that I just had. I think the reason why I was over it was potentially because I couldn't like with the crew that I was with think about consuming any more alcohol. That if the the nature of the vacation, if you took away the drinking part of that. Then maybe I, I could have gone a little bit longer. If it's a true vacation, you should be able to do whatever you want. And at the end of that party run of the vacation, you could take a vacation from that vacation where you just relax and unwind and don't have to jump right back into the spin of things. That's why Friday to Friday is probably the best, like, seven-day vacation, do you think? Then it you depends again. Like if, if your entire goal is I'm going to an all-inclusive and I want to get my money's worth every day, oh, then I yes, sure probably. I sure did. Yeah, because then, then you get the recovery. Yeah, I'm, I'm th you know what I need to do? I need to do a vacation that isn't the seven-day bender that I did on the all-inclusive because right now I'm formulating all my vacation opinion opinions based off of that. Seeing the key says, I do think vacations get old, but I do also think that feeling goes away with an extreme amount of disposable income. It's a great Good point. point. Uh, if you are uh, the Shailene Woodley, Miles Teller, Kaylee Teller, uh, Aaron Rodgers punch bowl, um, <laughs> then I feel like I, I feel like you wouldn't have the anxiety that Ben is referring to. You don't have emails building up you have to return. You're just doing what you want, and if you need to have something taken care of, you have enough money to just throw at it and get it fixed. Well said. Well said. Well, see in the key. Yeah, well said. Well said, see in the key. 800-990-3776. Again, 800-990-3776. Meanwhile, Jeff in Verona chimes in. JB in the V says, height with shoes on all day. You have your shoes on more than you have your shoes off. Hashtag scam you later. Do you have your shoes on more than you have your shoes on? I, I thought the same thing, Josh, because you sleep eight hours. I'm not sleep Like, I, say the average person even sleeps seven hours. Yeah. That's, that's still a good chunk right there, and then you're getting ready, you're showering. I'm, I'm, and then when you get home, you take your shoes off. If you're Greg Scalzi, you leave them in every doorway possible. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I get home. I, I get home from work. I kick off my shoes, take off my pants, like first order, and I don't put shoes on until I need to the house again. Yeah, I'm kind of on the same same wavelength with for once with you, Josh. Eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. We have to do this quickly. We go to Ron in the key. Ron, welcome to Scalzo and Brust. For the second time within an hour, I'm defend Ben. Um, I, he gave the ball to the kid. Uh, victory. My daughter, who's also taller than Greg, at the last Bucks game, um, uh, you guys met her. She's taller than Greg. Um, yeah, but her hair isn't as yeah. nice as mine, Ron. Well, you know, I mean, fair. 
but you know, <laughs> you'll be dead when she's alive. So, um, so anyways. At the last Bucks game of the year, home game, they always sign stuff and then throw stuff to the fans as, like, fan appreciation day. And my daughter, huge Bucks fan, uh, dad gets her nice tickets, so we're close to the floor. I say Money whoever's bags. parent, let that kid be by Ben. It's on them. Because I watched my daughter box out a woman holding a one-year-old for a Jabari Parker shoe. And I will tell you that that Jabari Parker shoe is still at my daughter's house because it ain't with that woman. And that woman put that child in danger. So Ron and the Key is pro pushing children over in order to get them being thrown into the stands. Um, his is worse than mine. That's a one-year-old. I mean, it's his daughter, though, too. I didn't, we didn't need clarification in terms of how old his daughter was, but um, if she's taller than 5'9", then she's What if you know, somebody was pushing your wife and, and young Millie, your, 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 your two-month-old? I wouldn't, uh, I, I, and to Ron's point, we wouldn't probably be in the scrum trying to get an autographed Jabari, <laughs> Jabari Parker, Parker shoe. shoe. Okay, fair. Uh, is he still in the league? He is, yes. Where, who's he playing for? I saw him somewhere this year, but I know he's in the league. Josh, who's Jabari Parker play for this year? No they, idea. No, no chance Josh knows that. Caller three, uh, Craigslist Price is Right, 800-990-3776. If you know how to play Price is Right, you know how to play Craigslist Price is Right, 800-990-3776. Caller three, Craigslist Price is Right, next on Scalzo and Ross.